0: there, my name is Jeff and welcome to episode 27 of the Game Sharks podcast where we talk about our favorite thing in the world, spike ball. And, and not getting to play it because yeah. I have to record this podcast. <laughs> I agree. I have a friend who reached out to me today and he said, hey, you free to play some spike ball tonight? He's uh, one of the founders of spike the Rhode ball. Island team, Rhode Island Roundnet. Uh, and I was going to get into playing spike ball. There's
1: a spike ball team in Rhode yeah. Island?
0: Yes, they're called Rhode Island Roundnet. My buddy, Zach Haskins. Uh, was one of the co-founders, and he asked me to play tonight, and I said, "Damn it, it's Thursday." <laughs> Jeff and
2: I were, <laughs> were going to join a summer league. Yeah, we were going to uh, a yeah. summer
0: league. Yeah, we were going to get really into spike ball this year, but then you know, virus. Uh, it's yep. not a very virus-friendly I, sport.
1: I knew there was spike ball nationals because I looked into going once, but it was like <laughs> it was somewhere in like upstate New York, and I couldn't convince two other people or one other person to go. Oh, you didn't ask me. I think it was before you even played spike ball. It was, like, the first year Spikeball came out. Like, I had played Spikeball with, I think, just Dante and my other friend Mike and Kyle. Like, And I didn't know anyone else who played Spikeball other than me and the ultimate community. What year was this? Uh, This was, like, 2013, maybe.
0: I don't remember the first time I saw it. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was...
1: was the first time you played at your graduation party? No. We had it at your graduation party. though. Yes, yes cuz I had, it. I bought it. You had bought so it. Okay. And that okay. was
0: in 2014. That was 2014. So yes. Yeah, so I it was, was aware that. of it and had bought it. So I yeah. might have been I've known of it. I might not have
2: known it. you knew of it yet. Okay. 80% new. 80% of the people listening to this is like what the hell is spikeball? <laughs> <laughs> Look
0: up spikeball. It's volleyball off a trampoline. It's really really cool. I hope it's it, more it mainstream by now. Yeah, we'll see. Uh and video games.
2: <laughs> what? if they made a spikeball video game? I was just thinking about that.
0: Joining me today is Derek. <laughs> Hello. Adam. Hello. And Andrew, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yep. And what I was saying there. How are you doing today, guys?
3: Pretty. I'm it's
0: pretty too hot okay. outside. It is very hot outside. Oh, my God. My yeah. AC is not working is too, too great. It's decent. It's better than outside, but it's,
1: it's true. These these uh, sound blankets are doing a pretty good job of, of keeping, uh, the, heat keeping heat in? the heat in. Yeah, yeah,
0: well, it's either this <laughs> yeah. or being cramped around that other table, so pick your poison i don't have a nice soundproof room maybe i can uh convert the basement Ooh, actually Ooh. maybe i can convert the basement Basement's nice and cool into a podcasting yo i'm gonna look into that don't you boys worry <laughs> we might have a podcasting room in the <laughs> near future but until then <laughs> let's get into this episode we're gonna talk about some new stuff nothing too crazy this week i feel like the last couple of weeks are really really big so it's been a bit of a light week this week um and then our main topic for today is the book club. Oh, Andrew, what's the name? Andrew came up with the name.
2: Uh, oh. The Game Sharks Backlog Power Hour.
0: Backlog, backlog pa- Power Hour. I like hour. it. So we're going to do the Backlog Power Hour for The Messenger. We all played it. Um, and did we all beat it? i came very close. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, it eludes us still. Um, one of these days. One of these days we will all beat one of these video games. I remember
2: a text distinctly from Adam of a week ago. Mm-hmm. I'll be good for next Thursday.
3: He's still good. Doesn't He's mean still he's good. Beat it. You know, I maintain you don't necessarily have to beat a game to be able to talk about Adam, it. Adam, don't worry. I didn't beat it either. But ha. we will get into that. Uh, Just me and Andrew.
1: Fools. I beat it this morning. Derek, <laughs> oh.
0: I don't oh. get to play video games. Derek while is now
2: the only person... Who has beaten every game. Have you beaten every single I've beaten every single game. Wow, you yeah, winning.
0: the true gamer among us. And he also is, quote-unquote,
2: work. working from home. Yeah,
0: right? has <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more time than everyone else, it seems. Okay, let's get into emails. We have two, and I bet you know who they're from. But let's start with <laughs> our email from Steve, titled, Pokemon Bonanza. He says, oh. hello, everyone. Jeff. You are not the only one who rests their controller near their face. Get fucked, you
4: idiots. <laughs> oh, I wasn't here for
0: that one. <laughs> I have been known to use my nose or chin to press the buttons when I'm going through a menu. <laughs> Luckily, there's near zero chance of anyone besides me touching my Xbox controller. Have you guys ever played any of the fan-created Pokemon hacks? I have only ever played Pokemon Brown, which is a Pokemon Red hack. I like the game because it was like playing Gen 1 or 2 for the first time again. It was very nostalgic and fantastic. Oh no! Oh, God. <laughs> uh, have any of you played any of the Pokemon hacks? I
3: have not. I just want to ask, why would you pick brown? Yes, as the color? brown instead of what? Why would you just pick brown as the color? Uh, why? Because you played
0: through as Professor Oak, and he has brown pants. Fair enough. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's why it's brown.
2: I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's the one where. It, I'm pretty sure that's these.
0: the one where you play as Professor Oak and Agatha is your rival, uh, and sense. it's it's in Kanto before. Like well before Oak is a kid, like young guy. I think he's like a teenager or something. So it's pretty, pretty cool. I've never actually played through it myself, but I am familiar with it. You have to use emulators, right? Yeah, unless you can get a hack cart. Yeah, the hack carts do exist. I feel like they're hard to come by. Uh, I don't
2: remember if I've specifically played any hacks, but I've done like randomizer Nuzlocks before. Mm-hmm. Um, those are
0: always fun Nuzlocke for those people who don't I don't know what it stands for but you have to name all of your Pokemon if they get knocked out they're permanently dead
3: yes and you also have to catch the first thing you find in a root and nothing else correct yes that, okay yeah I remember yeah it's like basically
0: okay. an artificial self implemented hard mode yeah um so, yeah, I've never actually played any. I'm pretty sure they get taken down pretty frequently because Nintendo is very yeah. on top of those things. There was, like,
2: that – what was that one recently? Like, Uranium, the one that was really, really popular?
0: Yeah, that was, what, like, four years ago or so? Something like it that. It was a little while ago. But, yeah, it yeah. was getting really, really popular. And then – They never last too long. Yeah, it got taken down. Um. Okay, so then Steve says, lastly, I think – I think I speak for the majority when I say we can use more bloopers and Jeff singing at the end of the episode. <laughs> Best, Steve. I don't know uh, if you, Adam, you listened to the episode you I said did. last week's episode because you weren't on. Did you yes. listen all the way to the end past I, the music? I did. I liked yeah. it. I sang a little bit of Defying Gravity. I snuck that oh, nice. in there. Yeah, <laughs> so stick around to the end of every episode. You might get a little bit of a treat. I think I had like Andrew popping off about something at the end of one episode. I don't did remember. Did you?
2: Yeah. Oh, now I have to go back.
0: I, I don't remember what... but I sneak things in at the end of episodes every once in a while.
2: That's the best way to
0: do it. Yeah, is for fun times. All right. Thank you very much,
2: loyal Steve.
0: Oh. We're going to move <laughs> on to our second email, which is from your boy Dan Santos. He says, hello, Turtle Sharks. I am glad you mentioned Avatar The Last Airbender." What? He said Turtle Sharks? He said Turtle Sharks. How did he know the name it's Turtle Sharks?
1: Conspiracy. Interesting. Maybe he's a fan. Well, if he listens to the podcast... Didn't we message? Mention oh yeah, that's it? right. We used to talk about turtles back Sharks, in very back beginning. in like
2: the first like nine or so episodes yeah. when I did that. He must for, have for listened any, to his backlog.
0: For any newer viewers, Turtle Sharks was Andrew's short-lived YouTube channel. It's
2: technically the birthplace of Game Sharks. Yes, yeah,
0: so Game Sharks is a spinoff of Turtle Sharks, and now Turtle Sharks is dead, and Game Thark Game Five Thar- Game Tag. <laughs> uh, Dan says, "I'm glad you mentioned Avatar: The Last Airbender being new skins for Smite. I play a little bit on Switch and thought it was an awesome crossover. I agree, it is very cool." Have you guys looked into the Avatar game on Dreams? I think it even caught the attention of the Avatar The Last Airbender writers. It looks very cool, and I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Side note, I'm also curious to see how Dreams will do on PS5. Have you seen the Avatar game that someone's making in Dreams?
2: No, but I did play the Avatar game for the Wii. I thought it was a GameCube game. Maybe it was that one. I played both of them, I think. Yeah. What was it called? The Burning Earth?
3: I oh, it. I did play that one too. I don't remember. It was, it was a very quick game.
2: It was one of those like licensed games. It's yeah. that's all right.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, so someone is making it's no Shrek, too. I <laughs> think it's I think he's starting with making a game just based on book one, but yeah, it's Aang. Or maybe it's more than that. Because yeah, right now it's just a prototype and yeah. he's just work chipping away at it, but you can see Aang, and each of the buttons are a different elements, so he's throwing fire and flipping air around and stuff. Huh. It's pretty uh there's like not a lot of animations to it, it's very bare bones. But he said he's gonna keep working on it and try to make a full game. Cool. Um, and as for Dreams on PS5, I imagine it's they're not going to have many enhancements for it. It's probably just going to be a port and be just about the same thing. What I don't know. Have they 4K? announced that they're bringing it to PS5 yet? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I don't remember them saying anything. I mean, obviously, it will be playable on PS5 because it's just right, a PS4 right. game. Uh, the, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's going to happen. I don't think they're specifically bringing it to PS5, but... Um, it will be there, and it'll probably be slightly enhanced. But
2: we will see. I mean, the and the greater hardware of the PS Five itself will inherently make it, you know, more yeah, it's not like, more I interesting, like but like the games will probably stand out a little more.
1: I feel like they could. Who is it? Quantic Dreams that did Dreams, or am um, I thinking of a different developer? But I feel like they could do some really cool things with the PS Five hardware and the Dreams idea. So. I, I wouldn't be surprised if if we see either an upscaled port or a, like a Dreams two on the PS Five. It
0: is made by Media Molecule. Media
1: Molecule, Media Molecule, Scooby Doo, Media Molecule. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, they did Little Big Planet. Yeah.
0: Um. All right, Dan goes on to say, "I also, I'm also sad to hear Nintendo is stopping development for mobile games. It's not like I'm invested in all of them, though." The only one that I play is Dragalia Lost. I do it for the waifus. <laughs> uh, speaking of crossovers, in a previous episode, you all had all mentioned who you thought would be a great character for Smash. In my opinion, the main character from Dragalia Lost, Uden, E-U-D-E-N, would sure. be a great pull for Nintendo. If you don't already know about the game, it's very similar to the high fantasy JRPG vibes of Final Fantasy. They're very cool uh, they're very cool with familiar IPs integrated uh, and have hosted in-game events for Fire Emblem, Mega Man, and Monster Hunter where you could earn various characters and items from their respective franchises. For a title that's so small, it's actually a really great fit for a game like Super Smash Brothers seeing the property already used uh, for plenty of crossovers. Not to mention it's a Nintendo property that has pr- a pretty established fan base. Now that I think of it, Dragalia Lost would do very well on the Switch. Yeah, anything to say about that Derek
1: what is that
0: <laughs> that's it's a Nintendo mobile game and it's about
1: yeah it's like a fantasy game about dragons. but are there like previous nope. titles before okay it's so just it's, this it's yeah they huh. made it specifically never, for mobile never heard of it yeah uh yeah, I think yeah. I downloaded it, it and
0: maybe opened it and played for about four minutes and then never opened it again is it like Fire Emblem thing no Heroes? Fire Emblem 3 yeah Fire Emblem Heroes is like tactics broken down to the okay. smallest possible margin this i think is more of like dungeon crawling looting oh, you're on okay. a screen you just do a lot of tapping uh, okay as far Here, as i'm smaller. aware but yeah uh dan goes on to say i really like that trivia with the boot sounds it's amazing that a simple sound can capture the feeling of an entire platform i immediately <laughs> recognize all but the saturn one the Saturn do was very hard one piece of news i didn't know if you'd mentioned is that niantic is releasing a katan game I was both surprised and pleased, but feel like Catan isn't so popular that it'll be a game many people get into. Can't even think of any more puns. Dan!
1: Did you know that Niantic's making a Catan game? No. I thought they were making a Harry Potter game. They, they did. Are. That did. came out a while ago. Oh, they did make a Harry Potter yeah. game. Yeah.
0: But... Uh, it was not as popular as Pokemon yeah, Go. A, okay. That's why. If, if
1: Derek's perception of it was <laughs> any iteration. It hasn't <laughs> come out yet. It definitely wasn't popular. Uh,
0: so I just Googled it, and it's going to be a Catan AR game similar to the Pokemon Go. I, and it looks like you walk hmm. around, and you play settlements and stuff, and get a resource. Yo, wait. Hold on. Interesting. This could be amazing i didn't know that this was happening thanks for pointing this out dan um i don't know if there's any sort of uh just as very soon for beta information but there's nothing out on it yet but yeah katan hmm. based pokemon go i'm in that could be yeah. super cool all day every day baby It's got some potential yeah it could be really fun uh, jeff i
2: think you should do another trivia that's boot sounds again but instead of consoles it's actual boots <laughs>
0: i
1: just put on different boots and start stomping around yes uh Uh, those were timberlands i believe Ooh, (laughs) no it was actually (laughs) sketcher they their knockoffs are very good
0: (laughs) thank you dan and c for the emails we really appreciate it all right boys let's move on to the news Let's start with something that I'm excited about, and I don't know how any of you are going to feel about it. I don't think any of you are familiar with this game as a whole. I know I tried to get Andrew to play it when it came to Switch. The World's End With You is getting an anime adaptation. Oh, oh. oh wow. Yes. Um, I've been meaning to play it. It It's one of my games that I forget how much I love it because it, it worked so well when I played it on the DS. And yeah,
2: I heard the Switch version wasn't a good uh translation yeah
0: so it works it's amazing because it you're controlling two characters and one's on the top screen and one's on the bottom screen and the top screen one you're using the d-pad to do inputs and the bottom one you're tapping with the stylus and it was such a unique gameplay mechanic and it works so well it was a really cool story and really fun um and uh it never seemed to translate well so they put it on mm-hmm. mobile they put it on switch and it just never was exactly the same they tweaked it to make it because obviously there aren't two screens on those um they tweaked it to make it work. But the story in this game is really, really cool. So the fact that they're going to make an anime based around it is very exciting. Um, ooh, actually, the they're going to reveal the full project tomorrow Anime Expo oh. Lite, July 3rd, 9 p.m. Eastern time for us. Um, so, yeah, that's really, really exciting. We're going to see more about that. Um, if – yo, we should put the world ends with you in the – is there a way – you can play – does everyone still have a 3DS? Yeah.
2: Technically. Oh yeah. Technically. Yeah, I gave it to Jordan, but I live with him.
0: Oh, perfect. Yo, we should put the World's Ends with you in the pool because that sure. game is really cool. Yeah,
4: let's do it.
0: All right, we're going to do that. Um, So, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Uh, All right, next piece of news. Nintendo has formally apologized for Joy-Con Drift.
1: Oh, thank God. <laughs> <Again>. uh, <laughs> yeah, they,
0: they apologized, sure. <laughs> but they're not really doing anything. So, the, obviously, there's the class action lawsuit going on, and they said... They couldn't comment on it too much because of the class action lawsuit, but they said, regarding the Joy Con, we apologize for any trouble caused to our customers. We're continuing to aim to improve our products, but as the Joy Con is the subject of a class action lawsuit in the United States, and this is still a pending issue, we would like to refrain from responding about any specific
1: actions.
2: So they're sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry that, doesn't
2: make my Joy Con work. Yeah,
1: I wonder if there was like a, like their lawyers were like, all right, make a statement. But, don't, it, say but don't say, don't say anything. Just say you're sorry.
2: Have you guys experienced it at
1: all? I have. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
0: have three Joy-Con, uh, two left Joy-Con and one right Joy-Con mm-hmm. where the sticks
1: don't work. I see. I so I haven't. I haven't run into it yet. Really? I, it I took. Are, I mean, it I took a while one to yeah.
2: drift. My one of my left Joy-Cons, when I hit right, sometimes just barely, it'll just, or even both ways, it'll just. Go all the way to the end of the menu mm. infinitely, yeah. Until mine, I like it, holds direction, waggle it enough to reset it.
3: Yeah, mine would oh, I had one that was always leaning up, so I was trying to play Wizard of Legend and I'd try to stay still. My guy would just keep moving north, yeah. And then
2: when I bought my green Joy Con, it the um up down sensitivity mm. is non existent. So when I was trying to any momentum based game where the you know farther yeah, you tilt yeah, the stick right, makes yeah. you go faster. It only, if you tilt it all the way, it only makes you go, like, the slowest possible speed. God,
1: gross.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, like I said, I have
0: three. I know my brother. They, him and his wife, share one Switch, and the one pair of Joy-Cons that they have were one of, were both of them. I think they said the sticks on both of them were freaking out, so they had to buy a whole new Joy-Con. And eventually those will probably go bad, too, which
2: sucks. Huh. Which Even is why I will always preach about Pro Controllers. Yeah, the Pro Controller's yeah. great. Um, I but thought the Pro Controllers also had it. I've never had any no. issues. with
0: It's, to, I've, it's only I've ever been Joy-Con. Somewhere. Um, they have a service where you can send them in and they'll fix yeah, them. I've exactly. heard many reports of people saying they got them back and they work for a little while and then it they just go again. right back to it.
1: Wow. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like a a tab gets like stuck mm-hmm. and comes undone or something. It's like a stupid. It's a very stupid thing, but it's because of like how tiny the Joy Cons are. That like th- that's why this issue. Ha- like, there's no other thing they could have done to like avoid it but yeah. it just it just does happen well yeah. does the answer is simple
2: switch xl <laughs> <laughs> i know um
0: bigger <laughs> joy cons that service <laughs> to repair Joy-Cons. them is apparently currently down because you usually have to get in touch with them and then they say oh yeah just send us your joy con we'll fix it we'll pay for all the shipping stuff but that service because of um, oh yeah COVID, it's yeah. currently down which so because i want to send in my
3: three joy con that don't work and get them fixed but i actually bought a kit where i uh I tried this in my last one, but the screw got stripped. Yeah. So I just buy a oh, new one. I actually yeah. bought a kit where I can open it up and replace it with an entirely new joystick.
0: Yeah, I have the three uh three prongs, yeah, the screwdriver. screwdriver.
3: I have it.
0: I actually my original pair, my gray pair, I switched out um for the jungle green see through, which is mm-hmm. my favorite N sixty four controller. And I did a pretty crappy job. So some of the buttons on the left one are a bit sticky, but the uh, sticks don't drift. So that, <laughs> yeah. those, are, those are the ones that Allison are current is currently using because she doesn't play action-intensive games. She plays
2: Sims. Um. I have the screwdriver because I had to replace the LCD screen on my Wii U gamepad a while back. Didn't you, like, break it? My friend, who uh, will never be on this podcast, uh, he we were playing NBA 2K13, and I was beating him. <laughs> and he, uh, in a moment of shame, like thrust his head downward into the screen of the gamepad <laughs> and it broke. Oh, he headbutted? He headbutted, he head-butted, he head-butted it. my gamepad. Oh, and Christ. so like the the gamepad worked as a controller yeah. and the, sc- the touchscreen worked, but it was all only black with like a shattered... Yeah, you know, LCD broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. And so I went, I played with that gamepad like that for like a year and then I finally bought a new one. Um. So yeah, Nintendo
0: is sorry, but... Mm-hmm. Too bad they We're can't sorry. fix it yet. They're working. <laughs> we'll see where this lawsuit ends up. It might be like the Red Bull lawsuit where we all get like five bucks if you say you have a defective Joy-Con.
1: Oh, cool. I remember. Or y'all got a free Red Bull. <laughs> or yeah, you can either get a what free Red
0: it? Bull or five bucks.
2: Wait, what happened with the Red Bull lawsuit? It, it,
0: it was like someone sued them because it didn't. It didn't actually give you wings. I know that you know, part. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So then they settled, and yeah, had to pay everyone five
2: bucks or or give them
0: free. A, it was like two free Red Bulls or something like that. I thought
1: it was a free case.
0: It might have been. Which yeah, is a case of four? It, yeah. yeah, yeah it's like.
2: oh, why don't you just have more of our
0: products? Yeah. <laughs> so now that's why their slogan is, gives you wings. And there's like yeah, yeah. five eyes. So stupid. Yeah. Um, all right. Square Enix announced their they announced that they're going to announce several new games in July and huh. August.
2: Classic Nintendo move. So the, the, announcement, the,
3: announcement the, announcement. the announcement.
0: It's an announcement. It's an announcement. It's an announcement. Uh, Square Enix, one of my favorite companies. Um Definitely has their ups and downs, ups being Final Fantasy VII Remake, downs being Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah. We already know there's a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. I don't know if I brought that up on the right. podcast. But yeah, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. K- cool. I'm not going to play that. <laughs> but
0: uh, we know what Bravely Default 2 is coming out. Yep. Yes. Uh, that's not a new announcement, but I don't know. We could see a Final Fantasy 16. We could see new stuff for Final Fantasy VII Remake part, part 2, whatever that is. I doubt it. They got to be working on it.
2: Yeah, but will we see anything on it? So I don't know. It's possible. Well,
3: maybe at least there's an announcement
0: that it's happening.
2: That game's not going to come out for five, ten more years. The so thing yeah.
0: is, they have the infrastructure. It's like they're not building it from scratch. They're going from what they already have. That's true. So are they th-
1: can get it done much quicker. Are there any uh, ones? Are any games that like haven't been remastered yet? Mm. Like I don't know. Like thirteen? Has thirteen technically been been remastered? No. Fifteen two. Fifteen two. 15, I don't think we get a fifteen two. Versus thirteen. What if it's
2: just fishing? Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15 fishing? fishing? Yeah, I would play yeah, that. I'm yeah, I'm down. Isn't that a real game that exists already? There's fishing in 15. No, there's like a standalone fishing mini game version of the of is 15. There? Yeah, there it's like, probably it's like a VR game. Yeah.
0: I know there was a VR is. game, um, but I didn't know it was like... Or, or
2: maybe it was a mobile game or both.
0: No, I don't think mm-hmm. there's a standalone fishing game.
1: I'm looking at it. I'm looking it up now. I'm looking to look it up. All too. right. Well, does you it, look that up. I mean, Crystal Chronicles Remastered comes yeah. out yep. in a couple of weeks. Right? We maybe at maybe, yeah, Crystal Chronicles this, 2.
0: This does say new game. So, is there it's anything in particular games. you would love to see from Square Enix? Like any sequels to existing things or any new thing you think they could
3: pull off? I'm just trying to think of what old Square Enix has made that I've played. The World Ends With You.
0: Oh, my God. The World Ends and with, with You? Two. <laughs> I will Great lose it. They
3: put, it. put the, They
0: what was it the 3DS Kingdom Hearts game, Dream Drop Distance? You went to the world ends with U-World. Oh, yeah? And yeah, you. Batt- I think Neku joined your party. I maybe a,
1: so. a new, I don't think they do a new Tomb Raider game. I think the third one kind of wraps it up, but maybe, because they're technically under Square yep. in mean, Crystal Dynamics.
0: I could do Octopath
2: Traveler 2. Make an All Octopath
0: Traveler game with a good story. Uh-huh. Uh, like a, a yeah, useful story. Or do something else? And do, do a they,
2: Final Fantasy game with the Octopath combat and just system? call
0: it Final Fantasy sixteen. Imagine if Final Fantasy sixteen was back looked, to, w- to sixteen yeah, to like the like
2: that. Yeah. dude. That'd be pretty really cool. Oh my god uh lose it. monster of the deep final fantasy 15 is a downloadable virtual reality simulation video game developed and published by square enix for the playstation's fours <laughs> playstation vr okay. peripheral that's why you couldn't find it yeah but that's not
0: VR. i don't think it's specifically
2: fishing i think you like hunt
0: monsters and stuff
2: players interact with the four main characters of final fantasy 15 while taking part in fishing around a variety of locations it's just fishing it's just fishing wow
0: i think they did another vr final fantasy 15 thing but where you like hunt a monster down but i'm not sure um so yeah I'm looking forward to hearing new stuff from Square Enix. I really like them as a company. They're hit or miss. They tend to screw some things up pretty bad, but they also have some real bangers.
2: Nope. Yep. It's just fishing.
4: Huh.
0: <laughs> well, uh you said it's free? You uh, you have a PSVR, go home and get it.
2: <laughs> go do some I, is it free? I don't I, know.
0: Yeah, pretty sure you said the word free in there.
2: It's I said downloadable.
0: I thought you said free downloadable. Well, even if it's not free, that's worth like ten bucks. The fish with Noctis? yes, please. Um, okay. Moving on, Microsoft renews Fable trademar- trademark amid sequel rumors, ah. with intent to use. Ooh. So I think it was was it a website or get a Twitter some account? Good guy
2: points for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so yeah, they renews its Fable trademark as rumors. Yeah, which file? Sorry, I wasn't fully informed on this, but yeah, uh, rumors of a new Fable coming um, through Microsoft because the people who made Fable who is that
1: go Uh, Peter Molyneux yeah what's his company Uh, Peter Molyneux Incorporated (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember the name of the company. The company's remember. gone, right? The company shut down. Yeah, I
0: think they dissolved. I don't, who has the rights to Fable? Is it just Microsoft? Microsoft. Straight? Microsoft okay. owns it, I think. So, yeah. Um, we talked a bit about Fable last week. What are your thoughts on a potential new Fable, and do you think it would be an Xbox exclusive?
1: I've never played Fable. I think it would be an Xbox exclusive. Wasn't there a game that they announced, like, five years ago that never came I, yeah, out? Yeah, like, I don't Fable think that exists Legends anymore. Legends or something? I, since... Two, it seems like the developers slash Microsoft has had no idea what to do with this IP and like no idea what people would want. Maybe they finally figured it out, and I hope they did. Um, I never played one, but Mm -hmm. I watched a friend play through both, and Slash also played uh, through two and three. And they're like not bad games, but there's a not as good as I think what like the core mechanics of one introduced. They just like go too far in a more modern direction, I guess. Gotcha. But yeah, it seemed like with like they had like what like the a weird game where you were like in a wagon or something and then they announced Fable Legends where it was like a a four V one like uh uh, players versus dungeon master thing where they, like, put traps down and enemies and stuff. Asymmetric. And that, I don't think that... Yeah, I, yeah, asymmetric. That's what it is. That never came out, I think. And so I wonder... Yeah, I wonder Would if they Would have been for the Wii U. ...figured it out. Like, oh, this is what we should do with this IP. Or maybe they're just releasing Fable 1 again. <laughs> yeah, I, they could <laughs> easily just do Fable remastered. Um, yeah, they
0: recently... Uh, I found it. They said they... Uh there's a placeholder fable Twitter account which Microsoft seemed to downplay the significance of they're like, Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Twitter account, it's nothing. We uh, have twelve teraflops. So yeah, there's definitely something fable on the horizon for sure.
2: So Monster of the Deep is thirty dollars.
0: It mm. might be worth it. <laughs> it might not uh, be. It might not be. Uh, <laughs> half of the half
2: of the full game? I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, Derek. Have you played any Crucible? <laughs> It went back to
1: beta, idiot. This is insane. I saw that.
0: Yeah, going back to closed beta only a month after releasing. Oof.
1: Yeah. Could um, you imagine being that's one a, of that's the, like, biggest the yeah. ten people that were still playing, <laughs> and then the game shuts down, and you're not invited to the closed beta? So,
0: apparently, the way it works is I think anyone that was currently already playing can keep playing, but no new oh, okay. Yeah, okay. anyone
2: who was playing at the exact moment that they decided <laughs> to put it back to beta. <laughs> all
1: five people can continue to play. It's,
0: it's the, I think it's no new players are going to be allowed to start, but I'm pretty yeah. sure if
1: you were already playing it. Um, well, congratulations, Derek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I can because I removed it from my computer. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's account based or if it's if it's installed. Yeah. uh, yeah. Um, Okay. So obviously, this is insane, and my big question to all of you is: Will this game make it out of its second closed beta, or is it done? Oh no, it's dead. You you think? You think it's Gonzo? Yeah, it's dead. You you don't think they're gonna put in the time and money uh, to kind of rework it and try to relaunch it?
3: I mean, I think it kinda depends on like how much of an overhaul it gets. Like I think the only way they could possibly pull off at this point is that they rework it to be not even what it's a it was. different video game. It's like at that point is it even really still Crucible. Yeah. I mean they're going it seems like they're going
0: for the artifact route where except Artifact Full Shutdown. That was the what Dota is that? the Dota card game. Yeah. You oh. had to pay what, it was like twenty or thirty bucks to buy the game and then on top of that you had to buy booster packs. Dumb. Uh and never yeah, it was Apparently, it cost a lot of money and not very fun. And I think it was in single digit, uh, current concurrent users at one point. Yeah, like wow. Weeks after launching, Oof. um. So yeah, they're pulling it back. Um, focused on providing the best possible experience for our players, which is apparently not playing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah. I- I think? feel like Artifact is the only game I've ever heard of like D de- or Artifact and Final Fantasy 14 yep. uh, are the only two games I've heard of like, yeah, like turning off their services, rebuilding the game and and relaunching. I think
0: isn't. Didn't Anthem try that too? Or does their
1: game still have? No, Anthem is still alive and it's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just like, we're not, we're just going to leave. I think it's like a dumpster fire at this point. They just, they've left it and it's going to die and whatever. But um, I'm trying to think. There was another game, uh, Ev- Evolve. Oh, uh, yeah. That they, they're, they they had they pulled it to free to play with the idea that they were going to keep going, but even bringing it to free to play didn't even uh, save it, so they shut it down. Wow! Yeah, uh, I bought that game.
0: Yeah, I yeah. remember TCon had bought that game too. I think was we talked fun. about this I before. I liked it,
1: just not enough to play it. It's more what they than tried to turn 10 hours.
0: <laughs> Left 4 Dead into, right? It was the same people who made Left 4 Dead.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, Turtle Rock. Turtle Rock.
0: um Rock. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we're all in agreement here that Crucible is you know heading yeah.
1: they're taking it out back crucified i wouldn't be surprised if they take kind of like the assets and just make a different game try to with do them. something
2: crucible 2, crucible 2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right speaking of games that probably
0: won't succeed ubisoft announced a new game called hyperscape and i've heard about this it is their new fps battle royale
3: Another one. one what one do we think? Right
0: Will this take off? Have you seen any of the tr- or the trailer that they showed or the screenshots of it? I, I played saw it. You played it? Yeah. Today. Today. Didn't it just? I was gonna say, didn't it
1: just launch today? Yeah, I got a, I got a, t- I got a key or a drop or oh, whatever shit. on Twitch. Okay, tell me about it. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, I like what it's doing. So I would compare it most to Apex Legends. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the vibe that I was yeah, getting from it. It's, it's tri- trios it's there's abilities but they're not locked to characters you find them yeah you pick them up on the map Um, and what what i like about it is it's way it's pretty streamlined Mm -hmm. um it seems like with every br release they're getting they're getting like more and more and more streamlined where like looting becomes less and less of part uh, of it like you're like the most important thing you're doing yeah like getting into engagements is is the core gameplay and i like that but i don't know if this one's going a little too far like if it's a little too bare bones um but from what i saw so as you walk around, instead of like finding upgraded tiers of weapons you start when you pick up a gun it has like a meter next to it. And if you find another one, you can fuse it to that one and it like gives it a boost. So It'll like,
0: either extend its clip or do yeah, slightly more like damage. Yeah, like do more
1: damage or have like a, another... I only got one up to like three, I think, uh, because I died a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, it's interesting. Uh, I think it's in beta still, I think. Yeah, they yeah, just like, released the beta, the beta so. today, yeah. I don't know. The, the big thing that I think could help it is that it has Twitch integration. Is this good or bad? I don't know. So, I I like watched uh, a stream for a little bit, and that's why I got the the key. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, I can vote for like what the next world altering thing is. And it was like kind of stuff like uh, silly things like um, everyone like has extra unlimited, gravity, unlimited ammo. Yeah, everyone has unlimited ammo uh, for a certain amount of another time. Another jump or like reveal everybody on the screen. So it was like it made it feel like it was less of, like, a high-stakes battle royale, like these older BRs are, and more of, like, hey, this is like a game show. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're competing in this fun game. The stakes are a little lower, but there's, like, some fun added to it. Like, yeah. who knows uh, what's going to happen? So
2: that game show already exists, Derek. It's called 1 vs. 100, hosted <laughs> by Bob Saget. <laughs> um, so for my take,
0: what I think is going to happen is this game... It's a Battle Royale. It's doing a couple new things. And what seems to be the case is a Battle Royale will come around, do a couple new things. Fortnite, Call of Duty, and Apex. Oh, that's cool. They'll steal it, and then this game will die out. That's what I think might happen. Because... It's doing a lot of the things that the other games already do. So yeah. there are uh, jump pads everywhere, which I know Fortnite has jump pads. Uh, Octane from Apex has jump pads. Yeah. There's ping. You can ping. There's a pinging system. Yeah. There's a revive system, which none of the uh, Battle Royales used to have that. And now they all have it. And like, if they didn't have it when they launched, they're adding in afterwards. Right, right. Um, I'm
2: consistently bad at all of them.
0: <laughs> so I just don't know if there's enough space. Because I feel like, Apex, Fortnite, and Call of Duty all serve a very particular purpose. And what about PUBG? Uh PUBG too, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't hear a lot about PUBG. Although PUBG is apparently OG. the biggest one overseas. Yeah, it's the, it's the one, most popular yeah. well, outside of America. So I just I don't see anything being able to find a niche that's not that one of those four doesn't already cover. What about any-
2: spellbreak? Didn't I that? think that
0: didn't that die actually. already? Did it already die? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's sad. I, I, I and that's the, there, there. was Radical Heights. There's been all these other ones that come and do like one or two what cool is radical things. Heights? Exactly. exactly. It was a
2: battle royale that was around for like two weeks, huh. uh, and yeah, they just die. The only reason I remember Spellbreak is because I got in the alpha, yeah, <laughs> and I stopped playing it because a it was an alpha and b no one played it with me. Yeah.
0: So it's you. It's Ubisoft. So like they make good stuff. Uh, so I'm very curious to see. Do you think you're gonna play it more?
1: Uh, I'm gonna try and play it more during during the beta, just to kind of like get a hang of it. But I feel like as a whole, I've kind of just dropped off the BR. Yeah, that's genre. That's my other
0: concern is people are getting worn out on Battle yeah. Royals as a whole.
1: Like if if I'm gonna play, I I just play Apex because that's the one that I like the most. Yeah, but. Uh, Yeah, and like I don't feel like this doesn't. I was like, eh, I still like Apex more than this.
0: Yeah. So I. So why would this? How would this game ever steal you away from the thing you already like? When that thing you already like is gonna steal a couple things from this inevitably. I feel like the only
1: chance of them having an audience is if they're taking people that said, oh, I don't like any of these, but I like this one. And how many of those people are left? You know, like how many people haven't found a BR they like playing? Yeah, And and it looks like this has
0: so many similarities with. Uh, <laughs> Andrew raised his hand. Andrew, you're gonna love this game. Uh, Am I? Because I don't think I like it for you. Def- it looks like a combination of. <laughs> I think that was spell break and that didn't turn out well. It looks like the gunplay of Apex with the verticality of Fortnite.
1: Yeah, it's much more movement based. Yeah. Uh, than I think other 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 VRs, which I think might set it apart. Uh, I know one of the things that like. Separates it from Warzone is like Warzone is a lot of like you're hiding in buildings and trying to camp and and like create show points where this like you don't you go into buildings and the buildings are like bare bones just to get loot and then you're out you're in the world you're it's climbing all about on the roofs streets you're and jumping stuff, yeah. around the whole thing is a city there's no
0: yeah. uh nature areas yeah, it's open uh, areas a small amount of gameplay um the I think one of the coolest things it does is there's a win condition that isn't just being the last yeah. people alive once, Interesting. It, once you're in the last zone a crown spawns, and then if you get the crown and hold it for 45 seconds, you win.
2: Co- accumulatively 45 seconds or consecutively 45 seconds? I don't, know. I, don't seconds. know. I haven't made it that far. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, I haven't made it that far.
0: Uh, but yeah, so like I said, it's doing interesting things. I just don't think it'll be able to penetrate into the the people who already are playing, right. are committed to a battle royale, and I feel like you're yeah. not getting new people in the battle royals. So if you haven't hopped on that train yet, you're not going to. Right, right.
2: yeah. Uh, so I, Any amount, any game like this where you have to put a bunch of time into i already have that game and it's league of legends yeah yep. and
0: you hate it <laughs> i also hate it i've you've um, been on a big league kick though i've i love league of legends
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh,
0: number five favorite video game of all time no <laughs> <laughs> all right um
2: all right, Por- also correction my uh the battle royale for me is minecraft hunger games The OG. <laughs> um actually we went hard in minecraft hunger games back in high school i never played it
0: um all right that's all the news i got did you guys have anything that popped up that you wanted to talk about
3: no, I think we're almost done with the naughty three of the year. Yeah, um, looks like all big announcements are
1: up. There was a PlayStation 4 Indie Showcase yesterday.
0: I did not hear about I'm it. I'm uh, making a pun out of that. It, was, it
1: wasn't It was like a collective video. It was like they released a couple articles on their like PlayStation blog. Um, there were two that stood out to me that I saw. There was Fist, <laughs> which is... You play uh, animal, anthropomorphic animal. Well, not not anthropomorphic, but just animal characters. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in Metroidvania. Okay. And the animation, comet animations look incredible. Really? Uh, They didn't really show a lot because I think it's still in in development. And I think it's not supposed to come out until next year. But it looks pretty cool. It's called like Fist, uh, something of the shadow torches. Something
0: of the shadow torches. I think. Um, I keep typing in fist video game and it's auto-correcting it to first, and it's just showing me Pong. <laughs> um, fist announcement trailer. I'm assuming this is what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Ma- nope. See. This is 2019, uh, and it try- has 92 views. Forged in the Shadow Torch. Forged in the Shadow Torch. That's quite. Oh, that's, uh, that's what Fist stands for. That's what it's Fist an stands acronym. for. Yeah, it's an oh,
1: I see. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Uh, and then the so other one was Mark. Yo, hold on, you.
0: Okay, you yeah. said anthrop- anthropomorphic. This is a rabbit on a a rabbit's head on a human body. It has human fingers. Oh, does it have human yeah. fingers?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's just a, a <laughs> rabbit's head. Well, there was a bear at one point that was like a normal bear, so I was like It's just I what do you mean it's just a bear? <laughs> it wasn't a platypus
0: bear? Um Derek, you need to watch Avatar. It's for real. Yeah, this looks interesting. Uh it yeah, it looks like a very high quality side scroller beat em up.
1: It, to, it says it claims to reinvent or, or push the genre in new ways. Bold claim. Yeah. That is a very bold claim. Want to give us a peek? Uh, no, Y'all, I X'd out of it. We'll uh, it Control-Shift-T, Jeff. The, nope. the other one was called Marquette, which okay. I, is a, I think it's a story-driven puzzle game. But the interesting thing about it is it's recursive. So they show like a gameplay video and you, it takes place in like this little castle area with a big dome. And then inside the dome is a miniature model of that little castle area what? with the dome. And the way you manipulate stuff in the world within either that miniature model or the larger world, it manipulates things in the miniature world. So, like, they show, like, this thing, like, this box is in your way. Well, if you go inside the model and move the box, the big box moves outside. And if you look, there's an even bigger box in the distance. <laughs> so, so it's a simulation inside a simulation. It, it's like a uh, an interesting indie gameplay trope that I'm sure will create some, like, kind of cool puzzle segments, and then it's also going to have some kind of, like, emotional story tacked on. To make you feel a little bit, but it it looks new for like a puzzle. You know, I haven't seen anything like that in a puzzle game. But uh, hmm. th- those are the two that kind of stood out. The rest were kind of just like, oh, it's an indie game. Interesting, cool.
0: Uh, was there anything else anyone had? No, no, no. Okay, let's uh, let's take a break then. And then when we come back, we will get into the nitty gritty of the messenger. Derek's popping open a brewski. There and it is. Another one. All right, we're taking a break. Okay. Bye. Okay, we're back. And before we talk about uh the messenger, we gotta talk about what we've been playing lately. So guys, what have you been playing lately?
1: Derek? Yeah. Well, uh as I said I played <laughs> Hyperspace? Hyper uh,
0: uh, what is it called?
2: I forgot. I thought it was Hyperspace
0: it's at first. Uh, it's not.
1: Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase. <laughs> Scooby-Doo uh. Cyber Chase. <laughs> that was a good movie. Uh, whatever it's called. Hyperscape. I, I, Hyperscape. That's what oh. it is. Uh, so I played that. You, see, you said a Hyperspace, bit. and I 100% thought that's what it was. I, that's what I thought, was. I, I thought it was. I
0: thought it was at first, too. It is not.
1: Um, and then uh, I mostly have been playing The Last of Us. You beat it. I beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to talk about your thoughts
0: for now or do you want to save everything for next week's spoiler cast
1: um this game is a game uh, uh, yeah i don't i don't yeah are you i don't saying know if to I dodge? Can fully uh I, no i'm just trying to think of i can divulge
0: uh okay how i feel about how it how without... do you how do you feel about it compared to the first game i'm gonna ask you two questions how do you okay. feel about it compared to the first game
1: uh, gameplay wise We'll start with that Gameplay wise It is an upgrade From the first game Okay Story wise um, It's not as good As the first game
0: Okay And then If you were to rate it Out of
1: 10 Ooh Okay Uh, I think I would give it Like an 8.5 Okay So It is The you... fourth best Naughty Dog game Okay I'll give you that I've only
0: ever played Where's The first the Last of Us
1: Scale of Resident Evil games well, I've only played Resident Evil 1, Alright. so i I put it below Resident Evil 1, okay. <laughs> with um, The Last of Us being the best Resident Evil game. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I am with you where, uh, what was the first question Gameplay. I asked? Gameplay-wise, Gameplay it's just an improvement across yeah. the board. Uh, Story-wise, I feel like the first one is a much more complete package. This one is good, and I like it very much, but I feel like there are times in it where The pacing isn't really good. And it's like, I got to points where I was like, okay, I'm ready to start wrapping this up and moving on. And it just kept kind of going. Yeah. And it would be like, okay, it's time for another encounter. And you're in another hour long. Get through this area. And I was like, I really just kind of want to move on with the story. I don't feel like we need to be doing this. Whereas in the first game, it felt very cohesive and very well-paced and structured um but like i said i still really like it and i'm with you i would either give it an 8.5 or a 9 somewhere in that yeah. range
1: i'm looking forward to playing it again in a few years knowing and seeing it's it one of those ones where it's now that you know the whole story going yeah. through it again seeing if, how i feel about the pacing and in like hindsight in hindsight because i know playing last of us again recently um i never felt like i was like i never felt like I just need to get to the end to beat this. Yeah, I just it was thoroughly enjoying and compelled throughout the entire thing. At no point, maybe that will change going into it again.
0: Maybe I, but I felt that way the first way, the first time 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 playing through the first game, game and I felt like it was a very perfect, well crafted story, and there were no moments where I got taken out of it to think oh
1: man i wish this was moving at a different pace where yeah. that happened to me at the second but it sounds like you and i are very yeah. much on it, the it, same page it, it, the, I pa- feel. the pacing was definitely the the biggest thing uh, yeah but i am very much looking forward to just diving into full spoiler conversation uh, yeah yeah looking forward to that next week uh yeah right, besides those two anything else uh just playing more more destiny back at it back at it back on the grind okay i don't want to hear I'm, about destiny i've just been <laughs> playing more league of legends <laughs> all right andrea anything if
0: you got league of legends you been back in the um, top lane because you're switching to top and i'm going back to ad yeah.
2: for our clash team i've been uh popping the fuck off there you go except for those three i played uh, i won five ranked games in a row and then i lost four in a row three out of four of those i played against a garen don't understand how that champion is good but he just, like, it invalidates everything I try and do. And then also Fiora. Fuck that champion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fiora's I can't fight Fiora. It's like, oh, you were like, oh, Renekton's blind pickable. And I was like, sure. And then I started then doing some Fiora. things on Renekton. And then I solo killed a Fiora, and then she froze the wave, and I couldn't do anything. Yeah, that'll so, happen. Other than that, I've been enjoying it. Any mm.
0: other games? No. I have two things uh, that uh, collaborate for the two of us. Min Min came out in Smash. Oh, yeah. We've been playing in patch 8.0. Okay. So you and I have been playing that. We Sweet Mewtwo buffs. Sweet Mewtwo buffs. I'm all of a sudden a Falco main. I'm really digging Falco. He got some really strong buffs, and I'm enjoying playing him. Uh, Min Min, you and I seem to collectively agree that she's mid-tier.
2: I think she's ass. Yeah,
0: I think she's not very good. I think people are going to...
2: I think she's, like, low tier. Her
0: weaknesses are very weak. Yeah. So I think good players are going to be able to get around those. There are some players like Esam who's... Yeah, Which I ha- a
2: video I have not watched yet, but I plan to. Uh,
0: he He's a very good player, and he's shitting on everyone online as her. Um, A lot of mirror matchups, however, uh, and he's convinced that she's, like, very high tier bordering top tier busted uh, so we hmm. will we'll see how it unfolds however
2: but. i will also recount this story again back in smash 4 zero the unequivocally best smash 4 player ever uh when roy released as dlc for that game mm-hmm. he was like oh roy is high tier top tier easy and then he was like low tier yeah
0: so so we'll see uh, only time will tell once tournaments start happening people playing right as her.
1: people playing as her against her and yeah. start learning because and uh, that's what i like about uh I guess seeing these new characters release and and hearing about the the tier well, like where they place because yeah a lot of times it's like people don't people think like oh she's gonna be broken as hell and it's because they like people haven't figured out like how to play against them yet oh here's this move I can use on this character that I didn't use that much before but now I can use it on her because she has this weakness so in it like it does take some yeah, time yeah
2: like. I was playing as Robin today against Jeff, and he has been practicing Falco, and Falco has a reflector, which completely invalidates like all of Robin's moves. Yeah, in. it was yeah. pretty great.
0: Um, so yeah, and
2: like when Joker released, people thought Joker is not that great, and then guess what? The best player in the game started playing him, and now everyone says he's the best character in the game. So
0: yeah, top three character. Um, yeah, it's cool because so far we've had Joker. Everyone seems to whenever a character comes out, someone seems to pick them up, whether yeah, yeah. it's their full main or they use them as a secondary. So. You had MKLeo, who's the best player in the world, hands down. He plays Joker, uh, which makes that character look stupidly good. We got, uh, who was after Joker? Hero. Was Hero the second one? Yeah, so Salem uses uh, Hero as a secondary. Mm -hmm. Then we got Banjo, who we got Trella plays Banjo. Tweak was using him for a little bit. Uh,
2: Rido Rido uses him as a secondary. uh,
0: Yeah, so there's some people who use him. Terry, Terry, Locus, and uh, and
2: Riddles, my boys. Uh, And then... (laughs) byleth mk leo also MK leo byleth. plays
0: byleth as like a third for like <laughs> cheesing people when he goes up 2-0 in grand finals he'll pull out yeah. byleth um so yeah it's really fun to see who picks up new characters and just kind yeah. of runs with them so yeah. it'll be really but fun to see who knows?
2: that the uh, smash community might not exist anymore yeah uh, which we will not get into
0: there's yeah there's a lot of um, sexual assault allegations going around in the smash community it all really sucks and we're Kind of, kind of. I want to wait to see for the dust to settle because this all just started in the last day or two. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Uh, there's like a huge exodus going on. I know some of the biggest players are losing their sponsorships and just. Going off of social media completely and like off a cliff. They're yeah. never gonna play the game ever again. Uh so yeah. At least not competitive. Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. wait yeah. for the dust to settle on this and maybe talk about it a little bit later. Um yeah. the other game that Andrew and I played was Windjammers. Oh yeah, oh, nice. Uh, was, uh, he had that never came played it he'd never played it before, and we were getting a little burnt out on Smash before Min Min came out. So we're like, let's take a little break before Min Min comes <laughs> out. So we started playing Windjammers at lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we game's
2: so fun. We were getting heated
1: playing uh, Smash. It was bad. A much fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. So uh my life goal is to make a real life windjammer. So we have to figure. Out. I'm thinking if we get uh, like um, spike ball style netting on the sides, uh-huh. and then just put up like uh, soccer goals behind us, we could make real life wind jammers work.
1: I feel like the the hardest part would be getting a disc that like bounces well. That's like you can throw quickly and catch quickly. We could make throwback. We'll figure it out. What if you have velcro
2: gloves and a velcro disc?
1: No Cause, you, Cause, then cause to, you can't throw it
0: You wouldn't be able to throw it Yeah, yeah. you'd go <laughs> It'd just be on your hands Um, I don't know Yeah it's a work in
1: progress But yeah. I think we can but make I it think, happen I think Yeah I think it's doable And I think
0: it would be Hella
1: fun
3: <laughs> Whatever uh,
2: Substance of Like those super balls Are made out of
0: uh, Just like the highest Quality rubber Yeah Yeah Maybe we'll work on it, but that's my goal.
2: But yeah, no, Windjammers was super cool. Yeah, uh, it was not hard to pick up, but I uh, was still... Uh, we were going back and forth.
0: We yeah. were like trading sets. It was really fun. Um, So yeah, Windjammers 2 is coming out sometime this year, I think. Maybe oh, I thought it year? was already out. No, they there's a, the demo, demo. Though, oh, okay. a demo. Oh, uh, okay. So inevitably, when Windjammers 2 comes out, I'll pick that up and we can play it. Hell but yeah. That fun. But that's all I've been playing. Uh, So
3: Adam, you're all that's left. What have you been playing? Anything? Uh, I got my first ever Steam sale I got to take advantage of. That's right. Yes. Nice. Yeah. What did you yeah. end up getting? So I ended up getting Stellaris because some friends want to start a game on that, just Mm -hmm. playing together. I got Dishonored 2. There you go. Having a lot of fun with that, but it is actually harder than the first one. Oh, nice. Hmm. So I did start to hard, which I played in the first one because I thought, oh, yeah, I'm used to this. But even then, like, they really upped the quality on how good the enemies are at noticing Mm you, which I think just makes it a completely new experience. Yeah. Like, in the first game, you could be, like, Standing on a, on a building, like just looking down at them, not even in stealth, they won't never notice you. But here, like if you just start walking, they'll start noticing mm-hmm. you. So they really up the quality of ah, what the guards can hear, like yeah. Assassin's
2: Creed One. Hmm. You're in another yeah. town, and there's Plus, 16 in the
3: guards. Game, on you. you get the choice of which character you want to play as. You can either keep playing as Corvo, or you can play as Emily, the girl who you rescue in the first. Yeah, one. the princess, or mm-hmm. whatever. yeah, the, the new empress. Yes, empress. So canonically, it's her story. So by playing as her. But she has a different lineup of abilities than Corvo did in the first one. It's mm-hmm. so like the biggest difference was the first power you always get is like your movement ability. So Corvo's was a blink. Mm-hmm. Emily's is more—it's called far reach. So you like send out this tendril and you like, like almost like pull vault yourself to it. Mm-hmm. So the main difference is you're visible during it. Mm-hmm. So you are its more like a dash instead of a blink. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's got a bit more range, but enemies can totally see you when you just bolt yourself across the alley. So there's a few gameplay differences here, but it's still really
2: fun. I'm envisioning one of those scenes in a movie where it's like a few guards facing the camera or whatever, and then in the background she just yeah. zips across. Yeah, <laughs> pretty
3: much. That's pretty much what this is.
2: Okay, cool.
3: And then I did pick up the entire Bioshock collection. There you go. So I started playing Bioshock One. Nice. Is
0: Bioshock One in our in the list of games? No, so. I think it's there. It should. Because be. I haven't. I've played maybe like an hour or two. I've of never
2: it. played any of them.
3: Hmm. I will say I run out of bullets very fast.
2: (laughs) Oh, sounds like the kind of game we enjoy, if you know what I mean. The Last of Us—is that what
3: you mean? Yes. Okay. (laughs)
2: Um.
3: All right. Cool. Nothing else new Uh, from you, Adam. Messenger, of course. But yeah, we're playing a little bit of League of Legends. Got a friend who started playing it recently, so we were. I did some three v threes last night with some friends, trying to get him used to playing against actual Mm -hmm. humans. Because <laughs> you can only stomp so many bots before you, you know, try against a human and see yeah. how really bad you are. Yeah, that. But. Yeah, yeah. Still just practicing around in league. I'm trying to make sure I've got you know a character for every position or two.
0: Oh, cool. good. All right, so I guess that leads us into talking about um the, the messenger. messenger. Yeah. Yes. Okay. How
2: the messenger.
0: How do we want to go about this? Does, um, do we want to do general thoughts first? Do we want to just kind of... I don't know. I don't know. What do we think?
1: Yeah, let's, let's start Who, uh, with general thoughts.
2: Have anyone else has anyone played Ninja Gaiden?
1: I have not. I have played the I original haven't. Ninja Gaiden. I haven't played any. I've played it, but I haven't like played it.
2: I I. All right. Yeah, that narrows
1: it down. Well, I played, like, played it. A, played it like a couple times as far as I could get, and then I died. I got it on I'm my Wii it. and played it a bunch back in the day, but yeah, it's it's.
0: Notoriously one of the most difficult NES games. uh, Very, very hard to play. Um, So, yeah. Um, This is a level-based... It starts up as a level-based Ninja Gaiden-type game and then evolves into more of a uh, Metroidvania-style map exploration. And you play as the messenger, who is a ninja who has to deliver a scroll. Mm -hmm. Um, And the big gimmick here is that you are jumping back and forth in time uh and when you're in the past at least eventually you are yeah when you were in the past so the first half of the game is just pretty linear uh it's an 8-bit and you're going through the like they're they're like NES style levels yeah, very like Ninja Castlevania guided. Ninja Gaiden yeah. Mega Man they're just levels and you get to the end of the level you fight a boss and then you move on to the next one uh and then halfway through the game maybe a little less than halfway uh this whole event happens you meet these time wizard people and you yeah. get sent into the future, and now you're 16-bit. And uh, so, yeah, the both the visuals and the music are 16-bit. And then as you're exploring, there's these time gates, and you can jump back into 8-bit, and it kind of affects the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can do only do things, some things in the past and some things in the future. Yep. And they do some puzzle solving. It's kind of uh, – I equate it similar to A Link to the Past, uh, like the Dark World yes. kind of stuff where you can go between the mm-hmm. two and – uh, it's different in each, but they affect each other in certain ways. So, um, yeah, what did you guys think of it overall?
3: I thought it was one of the more uh, cleverly written games I've played in a bit. It, it is writing, yeah, and it had a lot of rules. It was very like meta about its own existence
0: it is it's very very funny and i think the writing is easily the best part of this game it's yeah, yeah it's hysterical
3: are we doing spoilers here yeah we're yeah, going so full spoiler. into, hey, yeah, so full spoilers for so i want to explain the story i'm going to explain the story a little bit all right so go for it you are in this village and you're waiting for the western hero to deliver the scroll <laughs> yes that you must then bring to the eastern part of the world mm-hmm. and though then you get to the end and then it's a loop so you I heard you, you like you games with so time loops yes. <laughs> You go so far east and after going into the future, you are now the western hero and then you give it to the next messenger
0: yeah so it's a never-ending loop of someone yep. giving this scroll to someone else yeah.
3: and then there's the whole bit about the shopkeeper you meet oh whole my god the story. That, that was his i watched the shopkeeper. Dude, Derek, were
2: you there too last week when we watched jeff play that part live oh yeah was the, so yeah. right before
0: we recorded the podcast last week i was playing the messenger <laughs> and i was just streaming it to discord and so. yeah we got to the point where uh you go so there's this wizard time, it's time shopkeeper for you to <laughs> open the cabinet yeah and there's this cabinet in the corner he always says don't go near it and then you eventually you go there And you find out, uh, you open up the cabinet, and it's just one of the robes that these wizards are wearing, and you put it on, and then you become the new
2: shopkeeper. Which means all of the shopkeepers and the time wizards are previous
0: messengers. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and and then a new messenger comes... Yeah. And it's in your shop hopping around just doing random yeah, the stuff. The way
2: that he hops around that it emulates the movement of a real player yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like they stand <laughs> around for a couple seconds, are like looking at an inventory. The dang, second time they, they come in, they like they're hopping around like just randomly. Yeah, and then there's the joke of, oh, uh, where's your messenger?
0: <laughs> and he's like, Oh, he just hasn't come back yet. And then the shopkeeper for you, like the original shopkeeper, says we're in the Tower of Time because you're in the Tower of Time. It's like devoid of space and time, this location. And he's like, there's no time here. So when, as soon as the messenger <laughs> leaves, he should walk right back in. Your messenger <laughs> is dead. Yeah, because
3: uh, you there's this little demon that revives you. Yeah. The the but you can get to the next messenger quick enough. So that starts on this entire second half of the story where, well, shit. We broke <laughs> the loop. Yeah.
0: We broke the loop. You, the character, the messenger that you've been playing as has to go in continue his journey yeah. to the point where no messenger has like continued their journey so far
2: uh i kind of knew about the time loop thing going in so at last uh backlog episode when you said i don't like games with time loops and we picked this i was like <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: you
3: knew see i didn't
0: know going like, seriously
3: in. what is it with all the time loops lately a lot of time loops i don't know it's, it's a, an
2: interesting story thing
3: yeah um
0: it's fun
2: but yeah the way that the game uses the time loop and the 18 16 bit thing and like weaves it with the story is mm. fucking great. This game is genius. Yeah,
0: very good. Um, so I I don't think I'm as high on it as you guys are. I think the <laughs> writing maybe is, because
2: you didn't beat it.
0: So there's a reason I didn't beat it. It's because I'm not very high on it. Um, I really really like the writing. Uh, and I think the time stuff is cool. But it's it's stuff we've seen before. Not necessarily in a platformer. Um, I felt like this game wasn't as tight as something like Celeste or Hollow Knight. Yeah, and kinda, that was a deterrent for me. So,
1: yeah. I haven't played Celeste, and I know y- you swear by Celeste and mm-hmm. how tight the gameplay, but I found this to be one of the most, like, tightest controlling, uh, like, this style of game I've ever played. I would put it on par with Celeste. It was probably the only reason I kept playing it. So, I think the controls were
0: tight. I think some of the level design was not as tight.
2: Oh, the con- I-, I have to say now, the PC controls are... Total Dude, ass. how many times do I have to tell you just buy an Xbox One controller oh, for yeah. your PC? <laughs> just <No>. do it. <laughs> just- well, I, okay, so eventually I reconfigured the controllers, but, like, the the <laughs> default controls are space to jump, control left control to attack, mm-hmm. left alt to throw, to do the grappling hook. Oh, you just bought it on Switch,
3: man. I already,
2: on <laughs> 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 I already owned it on my PC. Just buy an Xbox controller. It'll make I your life Xbox so much. The amount of times I've heard you say, man, the keyboard controls for this game <laughs> that wasn't designed <laughs> for keyboard sucks. I have PS4 controllers already, so I can if I can hook yeah. those up to it, then I do it. But I'm telling you, the Xbox controller is native and will work for every. Listen, I don't want to buy, I don't want to own anything Xbox related. <sighs>
0: oh man.
2: Anyways, uh, so I think yeah, some
0: of my biggest issues were level design in the second half because in the Metroidvania part of the game, you're going back through the levels that you went through in the original, and sometimes you have to go backwards through those levels, and I think there are some points where going backwards in those do not work well, and they didn't there are a couple of spots very specifically where it seemed like we're overlooked. Like there's one part in the glacial when you're climbing down the mountain. Yep, yeah. And and, and it's like that long open area. There's that platform area. that goes back and forth and you have to hit that green ghost thing. And no matter what, you have to land on the spikes. And I think that to me is just...
3: Wait,
2: uh, I don't know if we're thinking about the same spot. No,
1: so, I, I played through this recently. He's right. You don't have to... I, I think I... Eventually, on my like fifth try, yeah. I did get it right, and I didn't land on the spikes. But it was very, very tight.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I felt I bashed my head against that. So that's the point where I stopped playing the game. So I did it the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I waited until yesterday to try to – I had gotten up to – I did the first part of the game post – the first level of the game post time skip uh, or post 16-bit. Yeah. And then I tried to get from that point yesterday when I got home from work to beating it. Uh, and I got most of it. So, the main goal in the second half of the game is to get is eight music notes. Yeah, Which technically are like, six. Yeah, they're just Zelda, yeah, technically six. Zelda relics where it's like, go yeah. get this thing and come back and the world will be good. You know, generic. the
2: MacGuffins. Uh,
0: and so, I did a bunch of that and I had to go down the mountain once already. Uh, and then, so it was my second time down there that just I was like, I don't want to do this again. I had already spent 20 minutes trying to do this one thing once. Uh, and the other big spot that was like, a big middle finger. And I was just like, I do not want to do this. And it also almost caused me to quit the game was, uh, the level with the blue ghost ladies.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah. there are no platforms. Oh. So uh, is that the,
0: the clockwork thing? The main, uh, or the cloud tower, the main mechanic of this game yeah, is that when tower. you attack something while you're in the air, you get your jump back, which so I think is super cool. It's, it's cool, but also, uh, frustrating at times. And I think that moment was the most frustrating for me was, there were no platforms. You had to jump, and you could either hit the lanterns, like um, Castlevania style lanterns yeah. that are there, and they give you either money or health or stuff, um, or these ghosts that were spawning. And you had to hit the ghosts in order. Like there were some spots where you could hit is like lantern, ghost, lantern, ghost, and it would like alternate. But these ghosts were spawning, and it's the classic eight bit thing where you have to be in a certain part of the screen for the ghost to spawn. So there were times where I would go and no ghost would spawn, or I would go there and they would just do some random pattern and be in a spot where I could not hit them to get to the next thing. And I spent maybe 20 minutes in that one spot and I bruised my knuckle from punching my controller from being so vividly angry at it. Uh, Yeah, it was infuriating. Uh, So I think there was enough moments in the game that the, the level design and just trying to progress through it weren't thought out well enough by the designers. That just kind of turned me off as a whole. Like the beginning of the game, I went through it and I was enjoying most of it. And in the second half of the game, it was good. I just don't think it's doing anything special or new that makes me excited about it. And it's not like when we have Celeste and Hollow Knight, I never got mad at those games once because every time I would die in those games, I was like, okay, I know what I did wrong and I, I know how mm-hmm. to change to execute. And it's just a matter of execution. And there were plenty of times in the messenger where I felt like I am mad because I don't feel like there's anything I can change. To make this work, I feel like I have to get lucky in some
1: instances. So I agree with with what you're saying, and I think it's not. I don't think it's a. a I don't know if it was a design like overstep, but more it's a, a curse of the type of game this game is emulating. We mm. we like a lot of a lot of times this game is compared to like a Metroidvania because. The um, the later half of the section has, like, a Metroidvania-esque map, but I would say it's much closer, like, way closer to Ninja Gaiden um, and 8-bit a- a- games like that. And I would say the, the second half is more of, like, like, a Zelda game, just it's 2D. Um, Zelda games don't tend to be
0: platformers.
1: But so in the exploration, I, I guess I would say uh, – I wouldn't. I I would not call this game in any way, shape, or form a Metroidvania just because there's no there's no RPG elements. There's there's a very shallow skill tree. There's that a skill you, tr-
0: but there are a couple items that you need to con- to mm-hmm. travel to areas where you couldn't travel before, but which is not, the key aspect of Metroidvania. They're not
1: like movement upgrades or. Um, uh there's not weapons right. Yeah, they're like. not they they're not items that you, you that you use. They're just cl- things you collect. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's what pushes me more towards it's like uh like Zelda-ish where you're just like, yeah, I have to go get the the um the the fairy because I got to bring the fairy to the monk so the monk can unfreeze the dragon it's more, so then I can ride the like it's not like it's I mean, need to go get you the mean blaster. Manfred the sky Manfred, serpent, the sky serpent. Yeah, well okay. I got to change that question oh, <laughs> dude
2: there's no freaking way I can forget Manfred the sky serpent Derek didn't know it. I'm saying me personally. Generally. Anyways. So
3: I'm kind of with Derek on this. Like, Yeah, usually when you get something in a Metroidvania, it's just it adds something new to the gameplay experience. Like with Metroid, you get the grapple beam. You know, That's a new interactive right. way. There's, there's a, a grappling map, hook like, in this game. Yeah, you're right. With this, it's like, oh, I got this thing that just opens this door and then has no purpose beyond that.
1: You could beat this game without upgrading anything in that skill tree. That's true. Because everything you need to beat the game is just handed Most to you. Most skill trees are like that, though.
0: I bet most video games with a skill tree you could beat without... Right, that's what I,
1: like. that's that's, what I, like, that's why I'm saying it's like not... That's what doesn't make it a, a Metroid. Like, yeah. you don't get stronger because of, uh, like... The upgrades you're I think of, like, Castlevania, you know, you, you level up, you move, you know, or you don't get stronger because you're finding things. It just, things are given to you. To, literally, like, the game kind of makes fun of this. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, I got to give you this grappling hook. Like, yeah. you're going to need it. And it, so it definitely, the game is like, meta about these things
2: uh, like the scroll yeah the scroll was the freaking
0: oh yeah so uh, when you do the time jump uh, <laughs> the, the shopkeeper for you basically he says oh yeah uh, just check your map and the, the messenger goes one map and he goes we gave you a legendary scroll to travel across the entire world and you're going to tell me you didn't open the map and you or you didn't open the scroll and you opened the scroll and it turns out it was a map yeah. the whole time. <laughs> so yeah, it's the the meta humor in this game is very, very funny. Oh, it's yeah. it is. it's poking fun at the type of game that it is throughout and it really succeeds in that. Minute. I think
3: my favorite joke in the entire game was uh, the first part of the prophecy. Like, oh, the bird must return to the nest to receive the gift of true sight. So you go through all this stuff to get this ancient... Like, so you need this a special tea, but we don't have any trees, so got to go through time to make the tree grow. Bring with the tea. You get the gift of true sight, and it's a candle.
1: Yeah. 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 It's just a candle. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there.
3: I pa- pause the game for a second. It's like, I'm not going to argue because I can see better now, but
0: yeah, really you to, not what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, Adam, just make sure you're talking into your mic. It's, oh, it's sorry. It's, You can adjust it so it's closer to where you were. Oh, like, you can yeah. move it. Yeah, oh, there there go. Go. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Let me just write that down. <laughs> My bad. You're good. Uh,
3: one, oh, Do you want me to re- repeat that? Or? No, you're good. So, yeah, it just has all these, like, really fun little yeah, moments in it where it's really just poking fun at itself. But I will agree. I still agree with Derek. It's I'm going to call it more of a metroidvania light because it definitely has that spirit of it where you're going back and forth and unlocking new areas. Mm-hmm. But you don't get these really drastic upgrades to your kit. It's more like, oh, I walked here interact with this guy which lets me walk over there now there's no new skill you need new gameplay mechanic that's going to help you get there just like oh yeah i got the key right you are like in metroid you get the grapple beams you got to learn how to use it so you can get across the obstacles kind of thing you know
0: yeah i i I think i could agree with metroidvania light it's the same premise but you're not being locked by items and gameplay you're being locked by specific conversations with right. people just progression usually. in general like, yeah, yeah
3: like in the usual Metroidvania you see like my friend was playing Hollow Knight today I was watching him live on Discord mm-hmm. like he's playing through it for like the first time because he just dropped it a while ago so yeah. like he gets to the point where he realizes oh that ledge is too high i probably need to double jump to get up there so this and it's not even like areas within areas it's like because it's so segmented it's more like oh I can't get to that entire area that I know is coming next cause it's just an area to the left, an area to the right, whereas in a usual Metroidvania, there might be a way to get to two or three different areas from the one you're currently in.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, did, so, it, did any of you guys play Shovel Knight? Yes, yeah. a little bit, yeah. Okay.
0: I think Shovel Knight's way better than this game.
1: I Andrew is wearing a Shovel Knight shirt you wearing a Shovel Knight shirt? Order of No order order Quarter? Oh, yeah. yeah, that one. Uh, so the big thing that I think prevents me from enjoying Shovel Knight completely uh-huh. and enjoying this game completely is the... Um uh, the just dying from like falling.
3: Oh, that sucks.
1: Like the there's no the the enemies in this game are trivial. They all take maybe one hit to die, except one that takes three hits for yeah. some reason. Uh but then when you once you, but he you doesn't attack the you. tree all the way, he dies in one hit. Yeah, if you get the if you do like the super slash or whatever. I was working on it. Um, I quit. But it's still like that frustrates me as like and like when you're saying like you're saying about the the part with the ghosts like it's frustrating that one there's not spawning correctly and if you fail that part you die and you have to go back to this save point and you have to play through this stupid section that you've played through five times and then you attempt that again and then you have to do it like yeah. I would rather I I prefer in a Metroidvania where if I fail to do that platforming segment segment I just walk ten feet back and I try it again you know in in hollow knight if there's a part where i need to jump across a bunch of stuff like and i fail at it i just do it again you know it's like it i'm not dying because the enemies i'm dying just because there's a a pit there because it's a platformer
0: so you're saying you died to pits more in hollow knight or not hollow knight shovel knight so you like it i only
1: died to this to pits in this game, or, or, oh, and
0: you're saying that's a negative, yes, yeah, it's negative, yes, yes, I'm saying I, I that's like a negative experience, yes, like, I hate that, yes, yeah. that was very annoying to me, too. And there are some rooms so, where, where it's you have to fall through the floor to progress it, uh, like it's another room below you, and then there are some rooms where you fall and you just die, yeah. And the only way to distinguish is there's a couple there's gray a, pixels at the right,
1: bottom. right, there's like a little visual distinction, and like I don't know, I talked about how I like platformers, but. There's a difference between when, like, platforming is the main aspect of game the game and when there's, like, okay, they, but there's also combat. And you have to, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like when, when the thing in the game I have to worry about most is falling in a pit, is in a pit um, when there's, like, so much other stuff going on. I don't know. I feel like I'm contradicting myself. Mm. I was just going to say I love Crash Bandicoot. And, oh, well, yeah. I was going to say that you were saying that this isn't like a Metroidvania, but you want it to be like a Metroidvania. I'm saying it isn't a Metroidvania, and I think I would prefer if it was more like a Metroidvania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so my problem with the it second is it's half too much like Ninja Gaiden. The second half being so less. So it's th- too
2: much like the game is trying to be? Yes, it's too much like. So that you'd and rather I
1: hate it. have the
0: second half be uh, less <laughs> about uh, the platforming and more about like exploration and getting item upgrades and that stuff?
1: I think it's an outdated gameplay style that uh, just doesn't work much anymore.
0: Yeah, I think the fact that you are backtracking through. Left-to-right platforming levels. Yeah. uh, And it becomes... Yeah, you start going right-to-left and doing going through these carefully structured levels backwards. And I don't think they did a good job of making sure when you go... Kind of like the opposite of or it, i in symphony of the night too, there were a couple rooms where so like yeah, you yeah. could tell they they designed it so the room works well down. uh yeah when it's normal and or. and well when it's upside down but there are a couple rooms in in the castle where it just doesn't work when the castle's upside down and i think there are definitely some screens in this game where it doesn't work when you're trying to go through the level backwards
1: and they they do do it right sometimes Doo-doo. with the <laughs> the switch from 16 to 8 bit like in the 8-bit, it looks like it might not be as easy to cross, but if you go to 16-bit, it's actually a little bit easier or, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the, it's just like so out of the way to maybe like that down. I think I don't think you're they intend for you to go down the glacial peak in 16-bit that way. You have to. That's the only way to get to – uh, what is underneath the glacial thing? The, what? Well. the searing crab. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah the, that yeah. is the only way to get down there is there's a rope you have to climb down. There's a rope that climbs up from the Searing Crag to, to glacial
3: Yeah, you can climb down it too.
1: Yeah, how did you oh, get there? how did I get to the Searing Crag? Yeah. I think I just walked through the rest of the levels. Oh uh, no, I
3: teleported to the glacial peak and hey, yeah, not you to the-
1: teleport to the Syrian crag? You have to get there first.
3: It's not open immediately. Okay,
1: so I, I I got there eventually, but way before I ever went to glacial peak. Gotcha. See, yeah. I
0: I went to Glacial. I was following a guide through all of this. Okay. Uh just because I knew if I tried to do it on my own, there's no way I was gonna <laughs> beat it in one night. Or the second ooh, I just farted yeah. the second half of it in one night. Uh, so I was like, I need to go through a guide. Okay, and, the, okay. and that's what I said. This is the quickest way to do it. So I said, okay, sure. So he was
2: ninja guided. <laughs> I was ninja guided. So before I You're dove welcome. into a guide, I was writing
0: down title names, and then I realized that uh, uh, these episodes, it's just the name of uh, the game because <laughs> like I, I want ever, people to wait, know when we're talking about these things. But now we uh, have a
3: cool new title for it. I had I had Link. a
0: title. I had do it for the waifu. Shout <laughs> out to Dan <laughs> Santos do because that was way a way good one. It, but, yeah, we don't need a title for this episode. I
3: don't know. But, yeah, I feel like ultimately – I'm kind of with you on this one, Jed. The reason I didn't really get to like beating it beating it was I think I kind of experienced like all it had to give like mechanics and story-wise. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It wasn't really crucial that I beat it. By th- I'm still going to go beat it for the
1: sake of oh, beating so it. So you missed the five-minute cutscene that tells you the entire story of the actual game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I would <laughs> love for you guys to explain what happens in this game because, I like you, Adam, I got to a point
0: where I like, I don't think me banging my head against this wall, I don't think I'm going to gain anything new gameplay-wise. I'm thinking I'm pretty sure I've seeing what it has to offer gameplay-wise, and story-wise, oh, I'm not yes, super You interested. should have played the DLC.
3: Exactly. So like for the pur- <laughs> for the purposes of our talk here, yeah. I didn't rush myself with beating it. I'm still going to go beat it, but ultimately, I think... I probably won't. kind of like to wrap up what we've been saying, I think the problem is, I still think it was a really good game. I enjoyed mm-hmm. playing it for the most part, and it was a very interesting kind of mashup of these two different genres, like the, the side-scroller Ninja Gaiden, and then the Metroidvania. Yeah. I think the main problem with it that it had was it wasn't always fully aware of the crossing points between those
1: where they don't work. Mm, like yeah, they're, they're yeah that's actually it was a pretty good summary, I think, of our problems with the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah I there
3: agree. are certain they're, points you're trying to mash up yeah. these two genres that doesn't quite work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well spoken. Um, so, do, uh <laughs> Sorry. Does one of go Andrew... Go from well-spoken <laughs> to... <Yeah>. Well-spoken <laughs> to <laughs> Jeff <laughs> spoken Uh Jeff-spoken. Andrew or Derek, do you kind of want to give me that summary of, like, whatever this last cutscene is that explains everything? Yeah, so
2: you know how it's a time loop? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well... Is it
0: still a time loop even after... Uh, no.
2: Well, basically, it's like... I walked out of the You room. know, I, like... I didn't want
0: to watch the cutscene.
1: A thousand... Like, I don't know,
2: like, thousands or some shit years ago, there was, like... There, there are these two uh, lovers or whatever who... The Muse
1: and the Phantom.
2: Yeah. Okay. Who, like... Who like ruled the people or whatever, but they were gonna die. So, but I don't remember. The
1: demons started invade. So yeah, I think the beginning of it. it this I caught the beginning of it. It's like there were gods, and and this is so because right, actually, th- yeah, I started to watch the end cutscene because okay. I was like, I should probably watch the end cutscene, and then it started talking about these two lovers and gods, and then
0: I just said, I don't care, and I turned it off.
1: <laughs> There's supposed to be a prequel to this game, right? Sea of Stars. Yeah, yes. and I noticed so, them talking about a thing in thousands of years in the future, and yeah, too, I wonder. I'm pretty sure. So. That's why I, I was like like this I think is maybe talking about what the world that Sea of Stars is Because be, so it, it's which like is there's cool. there were these gods and they created the world or something. I don't know. And then like the world flooded and then the demons attacked and that's where I like walked out of the room and went to the bathroom and I didn't really care. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so Andrew, it was so like, wrap
2: it up. Uh I don't remember all the details, dude. Um but like the Phantom who was the dude like wanted to preserve either himself let me, let me guess he was the original messenger yes nailed it he pretty much wrote the scroll? he wrote the scroll or something it, he, like there that? was a music box yeah. uh and the music <laughs> so box the music is the reason box. for the music notes and you, you have go to, in the music box dude, i do not remember at all <laughs> it just
0: sounds like video gamey bullshit yeah pretty much there's okay. like it, no the game just
3: builds on every
1: trope of it everything. doesn't it doesn't really yeah.
2: provide anything but then the last level is you go inside the music box yeah. oh, okay and then the final boss is the Phantom. There's like an
1: evil mask. Right. Yeah. The, the evil mask. He's wearing the evil mask. It was definitely done in a sp- purposely way to to like either make commentary on the genre or the way these games are structured. Like it was literally like a five minute cutscene of text. Yeah. As you go into the music box, and I was like, I don't, I don't care about, I don't want to read all this. And then so there's I went a. The album. Yeah. When there's I came a, back, I was in the level. <laughs> a literal money sink.
2: Yeah. The money. Sink. <laughs> what? So in the shop, there's a sink, right? So when you run out of money because you bought all the upgrades already, you can put money in the sink. But you have to get the money wrench first. It's called the money sink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what, you just loosen the bolt and money comes out? No, you put money in. You can, like, go in. I didn't actually use it. Oh, so you go in the money sink. And well, we, I went in, but I didn't get anything. Oh, uh, yeah. So it, And there's like another shopkeeper, and he sells like toys. And I think it's oh, like right, right. Like you can buy like little, little toy. Like they show up in the background. It's just supposed to be like extra cause
2: I literally money sink. Yeah,
1: because you can play. There's a new game plus. Yeah. And um, so I think that's like the idea is like if you have extra stuff, like spend. I don't. You didn't, you didn't play the new game plus at all, did you? No. You, you played the DLC. I played the DLC. The new game plus is apparently pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's every time you play, it gets harder. But every time you get to com- you get to keep a uh, a, a specific item, oh, okay. like a key item. Okay. Um, and it's infinite technically. Technically, you could go all the way to new game plus ninety plus or something like that. Uh, but the thing is, every time it gets more and more expensive for Corbel to revive you, oh. and if you run out of uh, crystals, time shards, shards, time shards. Oh, there goes that question, <laughs> dude.
3: Ah. Stop talking. <laughs> Sorry for paying Sorry attention to the game.
2: <laughs> Come on, man. Write better questions. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think
0: we I can, can either game. be vague and like give people a chance, or be stupidly specific so no one gets anything right.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We all need we just get two points each. No,
1: keep talking. So, Actually, I said both of the answers, so I would get true. two points. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you get no points. Um, so the 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 gimmick is if you run out of time shards, you can't play Corable, and you go back to new game plus one. Oh. So the developers have said that the farthest uh, they ever got was new game plus seventeen, oh, where themselves? the game the game became too hard to continue. Oh wow. Uh, but I don't know. I didn't look up to see like what anyone's record was or whatever like that but i think it's if you get to like 19 you technically have everything you need to beat the game so you could go technically right to the so uh, like all the music notes yeah so okay. you could go, you could literally go right to there go and then go play the final level to see if you can. so it's like it gets the game gets shorter basically right but it also gets ex- exponentially harder um but i don't know where i was uh going with that but yeah <laughs> that's the new game plus gimmick there's also a free DLC. I didn't I didn't yeah. have time to play it, but I didn't, I, I played didn't. it. Yeah.
2: Uh it was pretty cool. It was very short. Uh it's like it does uh it adds it's like there's another level and another boss, which mm-hmm. is cool. But then they also add a lot of like new gameplay things. So like the first thing you do is you it's like this three-lane side scrolling uh you're not you know, you're not on Manfred, right? You're on like a boat or something. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. but you're on the you're on water and it's like an obstacle course kind of like a mario party meeting game but okay. like so that, you yeah, do that and then more there's a boss yeah more old variety, games variety kind of <laughs> like yeah more gameplay variety yeah. in terms of like actual concepts uh and then you play a level and you fight a boss which is pretty cool uh and then after that i think you play a little bit more of another level and then it like there's like a you meet up with the the demon again mm-hmm. i don't remember his name uh there's uh,
1: balthazar <laughs> something like that know, it's something weird yeah. some
2: some demon name that i'm sure is probably maybe also another trivia question nope <laughs> stop talking <laughs> uh, and uh so he creates a dark messenger which is like dark link mm. uh and you fight you do a series of like parkour challenges against him <laughs> uh and so like it's first to five wins basically mm. But every time, every single time I played that, I like cr- breeze through the first four, and then the next five he just crushes you. Oh, it's ridiculous. So I think it's like scripted in a way where yeah. it gets harder if you have more wins. Uh, and then after that is a boss fight against uh, him, and he and the messenger do the thing, or the the dark messenger and the and the demon guy. Oh, they do. The they thing? do. They do the thing. Uh, that's very great. The thing, the thing, where they merge and become a giant dude. Yeah, a giant Vol- uh, Voltron. It's, it's like the boss. Megazord.
1: Boss before the Temple of Time. I didn't do it. Remember, I didn't beat no, this it. This is like the like, Tower of you Time. You didn't have gotten to the where you said you were in the game. To the do boss
2: in the Tower of Time, where all yeah. the oh, wizard dudes the thing get, get become a giant. The golem thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like punching the ground. Uh, they oh, the become a boss. they become a giant, and then the wizards show up for you, and they're like, oh well, let's also do the thing, and then it's punch out. <laughs> oh, it turns awesome. into a punch-out boss. Okay. It's freaking cool. Oh, I might
1: have to. I did I? I think I uninstalled it. Damn it! Yeah, all right. that's all right. It's on Game Pass. I can yeah. Just it's, it Here was cool. It um,
0: did anyone get all of the power seals? Yeah. What's not, in the, What's in the box? It's
2: uh so it's a upgraded shuriken. It's called oh. the wind shuriken, and it's instead of uh, having a set amount that runs out, you have it's like a meter that refills after you use oh, a cool. certain amount. Uh, and the instead of going. All the way to the other side of the screen in one direction, it will come back to you like a boomerang, and just kind of fly back and forth until it until you catch it. Huh. Um, cool. Uh, yeah, I never used it. Uh,
0: and then <laughs> my last question was, what was the amazing joke that you were telling me that I didn't get to?
2: Oh, so I was trying to look up the the scene so I could refamiliarize myself with it, but I think that it's more a more commonly used phrased, and I think I misinterpreted it. So it's. In response, you know those Geico commercials where they were like, "Was Abe Lincoln honest?"
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it was like one of those kinds of re- retor- um rhetorical questions, retort questions, where and the and the shopkeeper just goes, "Is a frog's ass watertight?" Is <laughs> a frog's ass, ass watertight. Water. So um. yeah, I looked up the phrase, and the phrase is really supposed to be, "Is a frog's ass." water tight but i thought that it was is a frog's ass water tight yeah (laughs) when you just said it that's what i thought it was so is it not as good of a joke as you thought because it was you read it differently
1: uh yes i mean i think is a frog's ass water tight is still kind of a pretty good joke but But, but, okay but
2: the fact that it was like it was still there was no like profanities of any kind in that game up to that point and then all of a sudden it's just like is a frog's ass water tight and i'm like I lost it when that came up. So is that as good as the hat joke,
0: which made me lose my shit? The hat joke was pretty good yeah. too. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. the, hat the hat joke? So when you the first time you go into the future, in you're 16-bit and you have the the, oh, the ninja yeah. rice hat, and you walk into the shop for the first time, and the shopkeeper goes, "Hey, that's a really cool hat. I really like it." Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, just like yeah, kind of a yeah, one-off yeah. <laughs> line, and then the next time you go into the shop, the shopkeeper has <laughs> that hat, and, and then the, you're
3: just like, "Nice hat."
0: Yeah, and the messenger just goes, "Hey, nice hat." He's like, "Thanks." <laughs> I forgot what he says, but he's like plays off the fact that he stole the idea from the messenger yeah yeah he, it's so funny like, no no I, like
1: this is an original idea i, I <laughs> had this idea myself this is so. my yeah i'd <laughs> had the idea to have this hat but that, the, we that also really forget funny.
3: that that shopkeeper is canonically a messenger the messenger who gave him the scroll in the first place yeah because oh. you it's always the previous messenger it's so funny
0: um yeah so i don't know i feel like we've kind of talked about most of this game at this point is there anything that anyone wanted to say that they haven't gotten a chance to say yet
3: i will say my major complaint with platforming-wise, after you got the climbing mitts, I got stuck to a wall way too many times uh, to over jumping. Which, they
1: make <sighs> a joke about that. About getting stuck about to walls? About getting stuck to walls with the climbing mitts. Yeah, they're...
0: Mm. The
1: horrible death
2: messages are pretty cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. the Corbel's... I don't
0: right. know if I read any of them. If you lives. guys
2: had to estimate how many times do you think you died in the to game? Like,
0: 50. About three fifty.
2: fitting uh, I think the last... Legitimately accurate yeah. like to what That's,
1: I had. The last time I had like a death message that said, you've died this many times was around 240. Okay, Both. yeah. I have don't know i always just mashed my way out of death screens and didn't read <laughs> after
2: the main game in the dlc i had the last one i remember is like 330 maybe
0: wow um someone was saying something adam what were you saying because yeah, i sorry i had a thought oh about getting stuck in the wall oh uh, yeah, yeah that was another mechanic where it's just there were times where i feel like i would hit down and then on the xbox controller it was a to unattach to the wall and then once in a while he would just reattach to the same wall without yeah. me touching anything and, and
1: yeah, there were times where I would attach to walls and it
0: would oh. get me killed.
1: It's when you go in the money sink. The guy in the money sink is like, yeah, I, I've created all your gadgets. And he's and he's like, uh, the messenger then says like, oh, like, and yeah, these gloves just get stuck to the wall all the time. Like, And then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have used spider hair or something. I don't know. <laughs> So, so it's weird, like a yeah. throwaway, but it's like yeah. the developer's acknowledging yeah, he gets stuck to the wall a little bit. It's a sticky mechanic, like Yeah. The jokes in this game are A plus for sure.
0: Yeah, it um, definitely it's
3: an A plus in writing.
0: Okay. Do we wanna give it our scores out of ten? Yeah, sure. With point fives being eligible. The game sharks rule yeah, on yeah. the table. Um all right, I guess we'll just go left to right. So we'll start with you, Derek. What 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 would you give the messenger out of ten?
1: Uh seven point five.
2: Seven
0: point five, Adam? I was thinking an eight. Eight, Andrew?
2: i give it a nine. I love it.
0: I would give it a seven, which I think puts our average at
1: 8.25. No? Something around there. Uh, a
3: bit. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit weighted on the s- side of eight.
2: 7.75?
0: Yeah, I think that's more accurate.
2: We're going to do some math live on the
0: podcast. Seven the, plus the 7.5. The plus math-inger. Adam, you said eight? Yes, it gave it an eight. Plus nine equals divided by four. We got 7.875, so we'll call it a 7.75. All cool. right. 7.75. Lowest scored game. Out of 10. Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, actually, if you rounded, then it would be a
0: 7.9. Do you want to do 7.9? We have an 8.3 on here. That's for what Earth I did for Earthbound. 7.9 yeah. out of 10. 7.9 it is. Uh, yeah, lowest rated game we've played so far. Earthbound is 8.3. Still so pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Super Metroid 8.5, Castlevania eight. Outer Wilds was 9.5. That's going to be hard to top. Yeah. We're going to have to collectively agree that a game is perfect.
1: A 10, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who knows? We can, it put, might we can
3: just put Hollow Knight at the honorable 10 spot. Yeah, just put... Oh, we're going to play Hollow, Knight? Hollow uh, Knight
2: 11. Hmm. Oops.
0: Uh. Oops. Okay. Um. Cool. So, yeah. That's the messenger. I'm happy that we played it. Oh, crap. I will be Get right your back. hat. We I got to go get, get, the the get, the get the hat. Hold on. Hold on. Get the hat. Okay. I have the hat here with me. Hey, nice hat. Thank you. Who would like to do the honors in pulling out our next... Adam was waving his hand. Uh, uh,
2: I don't know. I think it should go to one of the two people who beat the game.
0: Hey. Oh.
1: oh, throw a uh, Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a
2: sec. Who, how many games have you pulled out, Derek?
1: I don't know if I've pulled out any. I've never... Oh, yeah, this not? is the first time I'm sitting next to you. Adam, that's right. <laughs> you were across from Jeff every time. You were, before were, I was Were you always across from me? From you? Yeah. I, oh, shit. I don't know I if Derek I pulled one out before. All right,
2: yeah. Derek hasn't pulled one out yet. So, Derek... All right, Derek. Don't oh, no. pull the Metroid. <laughs> yeah, we have oh,
0: no. one Metroidvania game in here and we've been on uh, we've done a lot of them. Let's see. Derek is very Two and a half out of the five games we've played have been Metroidvanias. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> all right, Derek, pull out something good. What are we playing? For Ooh. what is this? The Game Sharks backlog
1: something. We're playing control. <gasps> oh
0: yeah! my god.
1: Finally. Nice.
0: <laughs> I am very excited about uh, this. I bought it on sale for twenty bucks. Me who's, too. Who's laughing now?
1: It's technically a Metroidvania, but
4: what?
0: <laughs> it's a little more
1: elaborate, <laughs> a little these more things. than
0: that. <laughs> um, awesome! Yeah, we are playing Control. Uh, what is that on PC? You can get it, it on, PC. on PC. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, there I is
1: the Epic Games Store. Uh, no, or is it still on Epic Games? I think I think it's both. I, I think it's, on Steam, now. I it it's was, on Steam. I don't know. It until was Steam.
0: It was Epic. August. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got it. So it's on episode. Epic Game Store. Um, we uh, this game got quite a few Game of the Year nominations and won a few. Yeah, I think it was
1: IGN's Game of the
0: Year. Couldn't tell you. Last year, um,
1: yeah. So a uh, very, very highly praised game from last yeah. year. So I, I don't think you guys haven't played any other games from Remedy, have no, you? I have I don't don't think not. Think so nope. Uh, they so they did the original Mac the original two Max Payne games. Uh, then they did Alan Wake, which is another really good game, mm-hmm. and then their most Quantum recent Break? game, Quantum Break, wasn't as good as like the other two, like story wise. But but mechanically, it was pretty cool. I played it. I liked it a lot. It has a really cool, interesting time travel story another time loop game uh (laughs) but yeah this one i uh, i've been waiting and waiting to play this game i'm so excited
0: yeah i'm i'm excited for us to um finally get to play this game um all right cool so control is gonna be our next game for what is it the backlog backlog power power hour hour. backlog power hour uh yeah so that's gonna be really fun i'm really excited just like
2: write that down so you don't have to ask me every time.
0: No, you're in charge of remembering the name. <laughs> you're segment. the host
2: <laughs> with the least. Okay,
1: who wants to do trivia? <laughs> I do. Uh, all right, we
0: all right, got. So
1: I've got two answers: Manfred and <laughs> time shards. Oh, right. uh, jokes on you! There's only three questions, idiot. <laughs> time shard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many good episode titles In the one that we don't have an episode title uh, Oh man we're, <laughs> on,
3: we're on point with the puns tonight
0: Alright Are you gentlemen ready for some The Messenger trivia uh, Oh I
1: yeah. Hold on <laughs> go, huh? well, I gotta delete my answers from last week
0: uh, Sorry scooting in my chair Yo I'm so excited to play Control Holy crap I was gonna go into Horizon Zero Dawn But this is a high enough uh, caliber uh, game That I'm gonna go uh, I'll play it eventually uh, You're not gonna go back to Persona You know, I thought about that. I was like, oh, yeah, I was playing Persona. I don't know if I'm going to go back. (gasps) I haven't had the urge to go back yet. It's more so like, oh, yeah, that's a thing I could occupy my time with. I haven't been like, oh, yeah, I'm excited to get back to Persona. Shoot eventually. We'll see. Um, Okay, you guys ready? Uh Yeah. Question number one. What item do you need to give your sensei to gain the power of true sight? Adam talked around it a bit. He didn't talk about what you actually had to give your sensei. And I need to know exactly, exactly what the thing is. Like the the proper name, the proper name of the thing that you give your sensei. Oh well, fuck that. Yeah, well, fuck you.
2: Stop answering my questions in the middle of the podcast. (laughs) You don't. I don't know what they are. I'm talking about the game specifically about this one game. Um, Okay,
0: Derek, do you know? Uh, I said tea leaves. Adam, it was tea leaves. I can't remember the exact name. Andrew, time leaves. Uh, I'm going to give a half a point to Derek and Adam. Oh, come on. Yeah. I have wrote tea leaves.
1: <laughs> uh, we should have said it. It's astral tea leaves. Astral, astral tea, tea leaves. leaves. Okay. I knew there was a, something before it, but...
0: So Adam gets 0.5 and Derek gets 0.5. Damn it. <laughs> uh, question number two. How many power seals are in the game? In the game. This is the green collectible coins uh, that you can get. They're kind of like Celeste strawberries. They're challenges. Mm. Did you guys go out of your way to collect uh them not really asked, I, though, found yes. them. I, I asked you them. I asked you if you got all of them. I was want to know if like you went out of like how long
1: would you spend on trying to get one before you're like, yeah, whatever.
3: A few minutes. If yes. I thought it was not worth my time, I cared more about the story.
1: Yeah, I would do it like maybe two or three times and if I couldn't get it I'd be like, okay, I'll, I'll move on. And
0: yeah, if I didn't get it on my first or second try there, or, or didn't feel like I could get it on like my first or second try. There I were a few
1: go. the second time I came back I was like, Oh I'll try it again and I got it. Yeah. So I, was, I think of, I some of them took a while.
0: Uh, Andrew, how many power seals are in the game? Wait, you have got all of them. Don't go first. Derek, how many
1: power seals are in the game? 46. Adam? I wrote down 42.
2: 45.
0: It is 45. God damn it. One it point one for off. Andrew. Derek was, <laughs> <I> was close. <laughs> uh, all right. Question number three. Approxim- approximately how far in time does the messenger jump back and forth? So what is the, the in years, what is the time jump that he goes through between 8-bit and 16-bit? Um, We're going to start with Adam on this one. What do you got, Adam? 1,000? Andrew? 500 years.
1: I went with 100.
0: It is 500 Ah, years. years. Andrew,
3: again. That's that's what I was thinking at first. I was too short.
0: Question number four. What is the name of the skeleton boss? The one with the wizard robes and the staff. Oh. Oh, my God. What's his name? He's really, really cool and really funny. Yeah. You have to go
2: get his amulet at one Shit. point, so you can control his oh staff. My God, he's what? actually kind of prevalent in the DLC. Is he a little bit? What is his
0: name? It's a pretty cool name. I don't. I don't know. I can't really keep talking about it because I'll give it away. Uh, <laughs> he's a skeleton. He's a skeleton. Andrew, we're gonna go with you first on this one. What uh, is the name of that skeleton boss? Ruxton, Adam norman i don't remember.
1: i knew it was an r i put rudy <laughs> the answer is ruxton, ruxton. Nah. Ah, i knew it was an Andrew r
0: Andrew is on point i don't think anyone can be him at this, nah, point, not this point unless nah. he somehow manages to lose points like he did in adams <laughs> yeah uh even then i don't think he can lose uh, question number five what section of the map do you find the key of love so the notes were the key of blank uh so oh <laughs> the key of love so there's the key of hope strength love chaos symbiosis and courage where what section of the map do you find the key of love um i so yeah and I, I andrew wins no matter what because derek and adam both only have 0.5
1: yeah
3: we're doing great derek <laughs> uh, i would have
1: got those uh, other questions but
0: that? but you
3: didn't um
0: so i guess we'll just have Adam go first? What section of the map do you find the key
1: I can't it? remember
3: the name, but is it like the one with like the bamboo and all the water wheels and
1: Derek? Uh I have something close. I think it's the turquoise veranda. Andrew Veranda.
2: I I don't remember the name, but I put the river area. The river it's the sunken shrine.
0: Oh, oh. the oh. sunken shrine. It's the underwater area. Uh,
2: that's the one where you get the moon and the sun. Yeah. And I think well, you that's the take th- the moon and you take again, the sun and, and you, you take, take everything that seems like fun. Oh
0: is that a Spongebob
2: thing? That, that is sounds a like chowder a chowder
0: reference. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it. um, it. All right, no it. points there. Andrew's the winner, three to point five to point five. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Tiebreaker question: How many time shards do you need to buy every upgrade in the skill tree? Accumulatively. Yes.
2: Total. Jeez, oh man. Five thousand. Adam.
3: Seven thousand.
2: Andrew. Twelve thousand seven hundred. Adam was closest. Is really? six
0: eight forty five. Oh, okay. So that was pretty close, Adam. Nice. Cool. Total right. guess. That wraps this up. Uh, and that gives
2: Adam four points. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and, and Adam wins. Weird. Uh, congratulations to you, Andrew, for winning. Yes, Andrew. All right. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you very much for this. I'm looking forward to playing Control with you guys. Yes. Uh, yes. Feel free to check out our Instagram, Game Sharks Podcast, where you can find fun pictures that we post every year. Every year. Every week uh we also um have a website thegamesharks.com we haven't really put anything new up there recently but like i said i think we're looking to do um some stuff with the last of us part two once we've kind of had our conversation about that speaking of which next week's episode will be our spoiler cast of the last of us part two so if you wanted to be a part of that uh make sure you have it beaten by that point if you wanted to send us an email whether it's about the last of us part two, any questions for us regarding that or any questions in general that you want us to discuss or any trivia questions that you want me to talk about specifically last of us related for next week. Don't tell them uh, <laughs> you can send that to podcast at yahoo.com. That is our email address. And yeah, I believe that wraps this up gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining me. Always a pleasure. Uh, Look forward to a special bonus episode coming out sometime soon because Andrew decided that he would rather record his thoughts uh, audibly as opposed to write them down because he feels like he can
2: control his. And also not make you sit and read it for a half hour. It can make you sit and listen to it for some time.
0: Yeah, so look out for a bonus episode. We're not really sure when that's going to go up, but it's going to go up at some point. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening to this episode, and we will catch you next week when we're talking about
2: Adam, have you been to Sockon? I have not. Oh. Well you can Sauk on these nuts.
4: <laughs> oh, fuck you. I wasn't even really paying
2: attention. Put
1: that in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's how gave it to him. That's give you the <laughs>